Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's 4 o'clock on the number one sports talk show for your drive home. I mean, you know how it is, rocking and rolling and whatnot. This is Dukes and Bell. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It's Friday. Hope everybody's having a decent day out there. Andy Redday had some good times over at the Twin Peaks and Bucket. We were over at Hooters yesterday in Douglasville. Thanks again to the folks who came by and said hi. Always cool seeing some old friends, making some new friends. Appreciate you guys locking into the number one sports talk show in the city and the number one sports talk station, man. This uh, part of the program brought to you by Status Truck and Trailer Repair, driven by excellence, building successful partnerships. Carl's got the day off, so it's Chris Thomas in till 7 o'clock. And then Hawks tonight. We just talked with uh, Lauren Williams last hour about... What do you expect? I gotta be honest. I don't expect anything. Very positive and uplifting conversation, Mike Bell. <laughs> just, I, I prove me wrong. You got 27 games to do something. Do it. But what are, what can you do that would the the first 55 games? It's going to change now, especially with injuries in the front court. And I guess is the question. When you have a guy named Bruno Fernando being your starting center, Mike, I just don't know how much weight that carries. None. Uh, where does Fernando rank for you? Uh, uh, I got a big fan of Yacht Rock Horn that you are as far as Abba's catalog. Uh, not very high. <laughs> okay, I, I thought that might be one of those that would be in your wheelhouse. No. Okay. Waterloo. No. SOS. No. 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 I did wow. a. I was in a band when we, my band in high school. For those that are new to the show, I was in a rock band called Pussyfoot. I know, that was a cool name. But uh, we did a heavy metal version of SOS, and it's really it's a fun track. You can really because it's a, it's a good chord progression, or you can really get into it. So when you near me, baby, can't you hear me? SOS. Still not for me now. All right, man. Take take, take a run at it, uh, Turtle, uh, on your iPad, on your iTunes, I should say. You Passive indifference from Big O. Yeah, Passive gonna, indifference. Wow, really? Go, yes. I mean, this, this is a guy who listens to, like, the Alan Parsons Project. I thought this would be something you might vibe, man. Thanks to the Chicago Bulls for that. <laughs> it is Dukes and Bell. We will talk dogs in a little bit. Bill Bender is going to join us from Sporting News, college football writer. Big story today for us is more and more information, and that you guys know, as we get closer, uh, Chris, to the NFL draft, we're going to hear more little pieces of information that it always does. It kind of ekes out. And, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson, Baker Mayfield, and then the one that Carl's been banging the drum for, making a trade with the Bears for Justin Fields. We told you yesterday, the uh, Steelers may be out of the mix. At least one article says that they're going to go and give Pickett an, un- I guess, one year sink or swim to earn their, tr- uh, justify their love, for lack of a better word. Uh, yeah, good for them, I guess. I mean, I mean uh, they must think Arthur Smith's going to be able to do with him what he did with Ryan Tannehill. I mean, he was outplayed by Mason freaking Rudolph. Right. I mean, what can you even say about that at this point? But, hey, you know what that means? If 
I know, Mike, he's not our guy, but if Justin Fields is the guy for Atlanta, that price just went down. So that's the point. Less leverage for the Steelers. you got to have two teams interested. Otherwise, you're just sitting there like, like we had to dump Matt Ryan for a third rounder with the Colts because you lost all your leverage. But uh, we were talking our, our opinions because I had a guy on Twitter come at me at Mike Bell ATL and say, man, you're always wishing. No, I'm not being I, – I, I've tried to keep all my options open because if it is Fields, we're going to be talking to him all the time out there at Flowery Branch. And, look, he's certainly shown the signs. I mean, Carl was on it big time in 21 before we drafted Kyle Pitts. I was blown away by his performance in the semifinal of the national championship game. And, and then you look at it and you say, does it translate? That's why right now you guys out there, you cannot look at any of the top five quarterback prospects and tell me you know definitively, and nor can I, about Jaden Daniels. I just love what Jaden Daniels has done, his low turnover numbers, and how he took a huge jump last year. And is also a guy that can move, which I think I'd love to see in the, at Mercedes-Benz. Justin Fields has been one thing in his NFL career, consistently inconsistent. He's shown brilliance like he did against the Falcons. But week in and week out, those numbers are not what you need from a franchise quarterback. Jaden Daniels, yes, my guy, I agree. Of course he's a risk. Any drafted quarterback is going to be a risk. But when you turn on that tape, you know who I see? I see C.J. Stroud with better mobility. And that's a guy that I would sign up for the next decade for this Atlanta Falcons franchise right now. He's talking with uh, T-Bob Abair. I mentioned, guys, who covers Bat- – he's in Baton Rouge for ESPN Radio there, and he sees Jane Daniels talked about how his, his uh, ability to get, you know, the ball out there to his space, as a, you know, throwing guys open, hitting moving targets, the accuracy. Guys, his completion percentage is insane. It's higher than anybody else coming out in the draft this year. Not to mention the fact that only four turnovers. I mean, uh, interceptions, I should say, and 40 touchdowns. They just had the stat. They have the stats on. I'm looking at them right now. 3,800 passing yards, 40 touchdowns, four picks, 10 rush touchdowns in 12 games. Against elite competition. I mean, could you do any better than that? I mean, that's one of the best statistical seasons we've ever seen. Nope. Outside of that Joe Burrow season, ironically, also at LSU. LSU. So I just that that, every day has been on my butt. Well, who do you want? That's the guy I want. Now the problem is, Oren brought up an ESPN article that was out here or yesterday saying if you want to get from eight to so is this to get to what to one to two to get to number one? It's three first rounders, and the only thing, guys, the problem with the draft is there's guys in front of us who need quarterbacks, and I could. Call me crazy. I cannot see the Patriots passing on Jaden Daniels. The only if, if the if the commanders are locked in to Drake May. Right. The only way I could see it is if they want to end their fifteen year drought of not having a stud wide receiver. And they take Marvin mm. Harrison Jr. So you're gonna roll with Mac Jones one more year or are you gonna go free agency? Because they've also been linked to all those quarterbacks we've talked about. Baker Mayfield, Kirk Cousins, et cetera. They got by the way, don't the Patriots have big cap space? Yeah, the, well, here's the thing. Mac Jones, he did do it. For a year. Like, he was a guy that made a Pro Bowl and showed a lot of flashes in his rookie season. Mm-hmm. And then I think, much like people would argue for Justin Fields, you can also argue for Mac Jones that the system and the team around him completely screwed him. So I wouldn't be absolutely shocked if they rolled the dice with him one more year. Let me put it to you this way. I'd rather have Mac Jones for one more year than Kenny Pickett. Right. The Falcons, by the way, $38 million in cap space. Now, again, there's, there's phrases like 
dead money, active cap spending. They can also move some money. We talked about, guys, restructuring Grady means you're keeping Grady around, or at least the hit was going to last longer. I don't want to see Grady leave, but you got to worry about him coming off the ACL. That's also always, always a concern. But he's the heart and soul of this, of this Falcons defense, let alone the team. But the Falcons sit at 14th in cap space, 38.4. And, again, it depends on which website you go. I saw as, as high as $42 million. So that's the range, if you get the idea. But the numbers are insane. The Patriots have over $82 million in cap wow. space with the cap just announced going up over $30 million because, obviously, business is booming. So they could get any of those big-time quarterbacks. If, if you're willing with a new coach in Gerard Mayo to take, take the plunge on Cousins and get back to winning playoff games in New England. And then go get Marvin Harrison. Maserati! Maserati, Marvin Harrison. Yeah, that would be a great... Listen, if the Patriots get Kirk Cousins, like you just said, and then they draft Marvin Harrison, well, that would pretty much give the Falcons one open slot, you would think, to try to make a play to get even to maybe number four, number five. Because at that point, one of those quarterbacks would still be up there if you didn't take him at number three. So And Arizona, they're supposedly still going to roll with Kyler yeah, Murray, and, and they want to get one of those elite wide receivers. The yeah. three that everyone's talking about. Or somebody to protect Kyler Murray with the, maybe right. the offensive tackle out of Notre Dame, Joe Alt. But number eight pick, 2025 first round pick, 2025 second, 2026 first, and a 2026 second. Mike, yikes. That's a lot. That's to get to the Bears, though. But, I mean, if you don't take the bait and the Bears are stuck holding Justin Fields, that's a Bears problem because they can't really – there's no way – no one really envisions them handling having both guys on no, the roster. No, 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 no. If they're that in love, as everyone says they are with Caleb Williams. We said Drake made the commanders, and this is from Daniel Jeremiah's mock, but this is right now – here we are, not even March 1st. People are sort of assuming this is where it's going to go. We already talked about Malik Neighbors and Marvin Harrison. Those are the elite wide receivers. Chris mentioned all to the Chargers. Harbaugh might want to do that because he's got to, they got to protect uh, Justin Herbert. Oh, yeah. They also need wide receiver help if they're going to cut some guys or restructure some guys. Now, what are the Giants going to do? See, I think they want a quarterback. I think so, too. I think you got I to leapfrog the Giants at six. That's, that's the rub. Yeah, because Daniel Jones, I believe they own 40 for this year, and then they could void it. So you're only really stuck for big money for Jones for one more year. And to me, if you watch him play, he's not worth $40 million, Mike Bell. Not even close. And the Titans have got their quarterback. We made him their quarterback the first time he started against us uh, with Will Levis. So they're going to probably go O-line potentially. They could also help to even get more help with D-Hop and go take take people's, you know, money away offensively. They got to replace Derrick Henry, too. True that. He, he gone. But you're not going to do that. You're not doing RB in the first round. No, no. Well, only we do that. Unless you're the Falcons. <laughs> oh, the Lions did move up to go get Jameer that's, Gibbs. That's true. But, the, but anyway, that, that's what we're just saying. So if you want to earmark who the teams you'd have to move up to, Arizona or New England. And maybe even, it's hard to see. The, the commanders, the new owners, going to want to make a splash. If they they feel they got to get uh, a Justin Herbert. See, I want Jaden Daniels. We just gave you the, uh, the reasons why. Yeah. But you're willing to give up. So to get to two, Oren. It's got to be two first round. You're going to swap a first rounder and then what? Another two first rounders? How does this work? For two and not, uh, probably to the, uh, a couple of second rounders then, yeah. It would be yeah. a swap and maybe a first and a third or two seconds, two future seconds. Chris Thomas, would you trade Kyle Pitts? Yeah, I would. I would too. I would. I, I got would. no – I mean, I just – and I know we got guys out there that are like so upset when every time we say this, hey, if he bounces back and it has an amazing year and, and you know, Zach Robinson maximizes this uh, the skill set – then okay, but it's it's still hard to validate that fourth overall pick. Johnny Smith is pretty good, man, and he's still on the team. 
I think he was third or fourth in receiving yards for the Falcons last it's, year. It's the traditional tight end, and that's why we felt when he got in here. He's, he's first off the guy. You're right. He outperformed all the other wide receivers not named Drake London as far as receiving yards. And I think he was tied for the team lead in touchdowns. So you so you look at that, and you look at Kyle Pitts as a huge asset that could potentially be moved. And it's it wouldn't be my preference to see him go, but right. if if you if the trade off is that's the extra piece to get me the quarterback for the next ten years, it's right. a no brainer. Hey, my compadre Carl Dukes is off today. One of the arguments he's been making, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he said it a few times this week talking about Fields. Hashtag bring him home is that the Bears are doing this because it's strictly financial. And I've disagreed with him, but he kind of has been very dismissive. If I'm honest, Carl, if you listen, you've been very dismissive about that. You don't have a guy going into his, after three years, and move on from him without him being a bust. Uh, that's, not, that's not a money deal. You didn't draft him 11th to move on from the guy going into the fourth year. No. You just, he, he can't do the job. And we know the Bears' problems are, are, are massive, are on both sides of the ball, and they gotten a little bit better last year. But just like guys with Matt Ryan or any of your other quarterbacks, love them or hate them, quarterbacks get too much heat or too much praise. But when you're 10 and, what, uh, 38? Something like that, yeah. 10 and 28. 10 and 28. 10 and 28 yeah. with 38 uh, fumbles. And I know there's always going to be interest because of the hometown connection, but I just – I, I, guys, uh, I forget who it was on Twitter today, said, what, make a decision. Oh, that's it. I don't, then I'm telling you, I don't want Fields. Yeah. I'd rather go with Baker Mayfield, Russell Wilson, or Kirk Cousins as far as guys who played a game in the NFL. But the number one option I want is to do whatever we have to do to go get Jaden Daniels and get our quarterback for 10 years. And people go bananas, probably 10 years and beyond. Fannies in the seats, athleticism, the dual threat capability, accuracy is already more. You could argue that Jaden uh, Daniels coming out right now is more accurate than Justin Fields is. I would expect... You ready for a hot take here, Mike Bell? I expect Jaden Daniels' rookie season in the NFL to be better than any season Justin Fields has ever had in the NFL. Now, C.J. Stroud, and this I'll give Carl credit, that is the ultimate unicorn rookie yeah. season. But there's also been, once they got Herbert out there, he showed you what he can do. Once Tua finally got a chance, you know, you've seen what these guys can do. And there would certainly be, you'd love to see the guy come in and just take over. And right from the jump, the way C.J. Stroud did. If you got enough pieces and we certainly got a run game, right, a balanced attack to take some of the pressure off him. Yeah, I mean, Bijan, I, I loved what he said about the 2,000 yards thing, but we got to save his legs a little bit there, Mike. We got to make sure Tyler Algier. That, right. that was something that frustrated me last year, by the way. Algier was used very incorrectly, in my opinion. They would sort of bring him in like a relief pitcher. That's not what his role should be. He should be in tandem with Bijan mm-hmm. getting those touchdowns. It was almost like the polar opposite of how Devontae Freeman uh, and uh, Tevin Coleman were used back in like 16, 17, where, well, actually, Sarkeesian didn't know how to balance him out either. But you always seem to get the right guy, the, the hot hand as Shanahan used to. Uh, and this year, you're right, I'm with you. I think Arthur Smith kind of screwed the pooch with that. But anyway, we'll talk more about the Falcons at 5. What NFL Network, interesting conversation, uh, James Palmer and Steve Weish, about the Falcons moving up in the draft and not getting anywhere near Justin Fields. It's just a balance of what Carl has been running all week here on Dukes and Bell. We'll come back. We got a dog report with Bill Bender from Sporting News. Do you really need to expand the college football playoff next? This hour of the show, guys, is brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, man, it is a Dukes and Bell with our man Chris Thomas in for Carl today. Hope uh, everybody's having fun and we're keeping it loose. More on the Falcons and the quest for the quarterback. Coming up also Steve Coonan talking about the Hawks' CEO as we get into the final 27 games of the NBA season when generally guys really start to play with more intensity or not. Join us right now, though, on the waitfor.com hotline. Let's talk some dogs with uh, Bill Bender. He's a sporting news college football writer and analyst. Bill, first things first, man, do we really need to expand the college football playoff after we just expanded it? I know. I don't know why we're trying to go to 14 when we haven't even seen 12 left. I have so many questions, so many things. I think college football has so many questions. And right. if the cynical side of me looking at this is this is just the SEC and the Big Ten saying, hey, we want our conference champion to have a bye, and we want more of these at-large bids. And I don't know. I, I just have mixed feelings about the whole thing to begin with because I think Eight's a more suitable number than 12, but I guess that's a story for another day. Right. Bill, do you believe that this is an ultimate, you just mentioned the two big conferences there, collision course to one super conference that will have, let's say, 50 teams in it, and we sort it out from there? I mean, there's an appetite for that on some level, but I I just, I had this point with Mike DeCourcy, our, our college basketball writer, and he always has, we have great debates about college football, and he said, you know, you always need somebody to beat, though, right? Our, our, are Georgia fans going to be happy to walk out of a stadium with an eight and four record when their conference is much better competition? Is that going to be like that? Columbus and Ann Arbor and Eugene, Oregon. That's something they didn't think about before they made these mega conferences, because somebody, (laughs) even if you have all this depth, which both conferences do like the NFL, that means teams are going to lose. Right. I mean, with a possible a few exceptions, most of the college football playoff in its current format, the Final Four, Bill, we've struggled to get competitive games in some of those semifinals. Now, obviously, we, here in Georgia, Georgia had an amazing game with Ohio State. We've seen some good ones, but most of them have been blowouts. Yeah, not for the last two years. So I, I pulled out this stat in a column this week that uh, if you take the 10 years of the college football playoff semifinals, the average margin of victory was 17.8 points per game. Wow. If you take the, the NCAA men's basketball tournament, Number one and number two seed games, the first round, those blowouts. Mm-hmm. Average margin, 17.2 points per game. So the difference is, burn Kansas off when they're winning by a bunch. You're mm-hmm. stuck with that quarterfinal for four hours if it's a dud. And right. I think that's something else we haven't really thought through. So, right. 
Go ahead, Mike. No, I was going to say the TCU game just comes to mind against Georgia, which was, I mean, that was, and that's, look, that's on Michigan. Michigan didn't handle their end of the bargain. They blew that game against the Horny Toes, didn't they? Well, yeah, and, and the other part of it is I asked this question. I'll ask you guys the same one. I hate to flip the, the interview around, but <laughs> do you think there's a better chance of a 5-12 upset in the football playoff or a 2-15 upset in the NCAA tournament? And I think mm. after what I saw last year, the answer is 2-15 without a doubt. Right. And the only way it would work, we were kind of doing some of the posture, looking at some of the previous rankings. If somebody like a Tulane, you know, ran the table and was a five and then a, an SEC powerhouse went into New Orleans, that'd be the only outlier. Otherwise, you're right. Right. Yeah. And that's something or Notre Dame maybe catches somebody on the wrong mm-hmm. end of a, a really good season for the Irish. But it, it's tough. And, and that's something I'm worried about because I love college football. I love it in its current form. I like the four team playoff. I kind of like the BCS. I, I point out to everybody who wants to hear it that last year with Washington and Michigan, under any format in my lifetime, that would have been the championship game. Pre-pool era, mm-hmm. BCS, four-team, eight-team. And I know Georgia was left out. I get that. But they, they were the two teams that went undefeated through the whole schedule. Through the uh, three-headed monster, Bill, of NIL, transfer portal, and all the college football playoff movement. Do you feel like that's been a main factor in what we've seen from a lot of these coaches, including here in our backyard at one of our schools here in Georgia, for all the coaches basically saying, hey, I'm going to jump ship and either take a lesser opportunity at another school or I'm just going to go to the NFL? I'm not as worried about Chip Kelly and Jeff Halfley. And I'll just say, I think that middle class of Power 5 program, it is probably a little tougher to win at UCLA and Boston College these days than it was 25 years ago because of all of those factors you mentioned. I am worried when I see group of five coaches leave head coaching jobs to become assistants to places like Alabama and other places. You know, Sean Elliott just did it at Georgia State because that tells me that they think the better career path is to work your way up as an assistant, and the group of five football suffer a little bit because of it. And, and that, as a Mac graduate, I, that's something I do worry about a little bit. It is a Bill Bender guy, sporting news, college football writer and analyst here on the WadeFord.com hotline. About a uh, half hour ago, we got some news. NCAA, uh, and this is the, uh, the Tennessee lawsuit, I guess. Uh, a judge grants an injunction in the Tennessee versus NCAA as the federal court freezes NIL rules. Pat Forty had it a little bit earlier. So I, at some point I felt, I'm a FSU alum. I still don't know what we did wrong. I, I'm not sure what Tennessee did wrong. But it just seems like the NCAA is pushing too hard at the wrong time if they don't want to get swept away and we'll have the super conference and they'll figure out how to rule it themselves. Yeah, just wait. There's no need. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, when they tried to punish Florida State and they're getting after Tennessee, I'm, I'm like, isn't that within the rules now? I mean, for like, how do you think these NIL deals happen? They have to happen in some fashion. So I, I, I totally agree. I think it was the NCAA trying to throw its weight around at the wrong time about the wrong thing. And the inconsistency of it, we all know. That's been our whole lifetime. So I do think we're headed towards we have to have serious conversations, whether they like it or not, about revenue sharing, putting players under contract. Another thing with this 12-team playoff, I'll ask you another one. Hmm. Do you think guys will opt out? Yes, I think if you're not playing, I don't think there's. We were, I think we were lucky to get uh, as many guys to stay in in the playoff as it as it constituted. FSU, obviously, that was a completely different animal against Georgia. That was embarrassing. But what do you expect? Some of those guys, there was no reason to play in that game. 
Right, and you're asking college kids to play 15, 16 games, and this is different than D3 and D2 right. because a larger percentage have NFL future. Right. Have a professional football future. So I think you're asking a lot, and you're playing with fire there. I, You know, seven years ago, I remember when everybody made a big deal about Leonard Fournette and Christian McCaffrey skipping the bowl game. Mm-hmm. That conversation has completely flipped in the other direction, and we're underestimating its impact on the next level. Yeah, the highest-rated prospects on the lowest-ranked teams are going to be the ones who suffer the most. All right, Bill, do you feel like after his comments this week that Nick Saban could be a good shepherd to wave college football through all of these turbulent times? If we listen to him, Mm. I mean, yes. The answer is yes, because I think every time he's spoken out on all of these things that we're struggling through right now, we all kind of ruled our eyes and and we're like, well, that's easy for you to say. You've won six national championships and all these things. But now that he's there's not an interest, I think, yes. I think he's, if there were a college football commissioner, I don't think there will be in the foreseeable future. He would have been the perfect guy to do it. <laughs> um, but I just don't – I hope so. Whether it's from the game day pulpit or somewhere else, we absolutely need to listen to the next statement. It's a Bill Bender, guys. If you're just tuning in from Sporting News, uh, talking about college football, as we said, apparently Tennessee gets a victory in NIL, at least for now, until they kick it up to the next court uh, about uh, what the NCAA was trying to strong-arm uh, Tennessee and other schools. Hey, the uh, the Georgia Bulldogs, uh, maybe not as elite a defense, perhaps, because the guy's going to the NFL next year. What do you think right now? I mean, Ohio State looks like rock stars. You feel the Final Four will be static, or is Georgia back in the, the, this, the college football playoff next year? As, with our new format, we may have to go on the road, and I say we the royal we because you make catch multiple losses with that beast of a schedule the dogs have. Oh, they do. But, I, you know, I think Georgia, Ohio State, Texas, maybe even Oregon are probably built to, to make that run because now you got to win three, maybe four games in the playoff. Uh, Georgia and Ohio State in particular, the talent's there. Carson Beck coming back was huge. Uh, you mentioned some losses to the defense. They picked up some nice guys on the transfer portal on the offensive side of the ball. Um, and now Kirby can actually use the underdog card and mean <laughs> it. Because, right. you know, he was doing it the last three years, and I was kind of like, man, you guys won like 29 in a row. But now <laughs> nobody believes in us, and nobody will use that better. Nobody has a psychological hmm. players quite like Kirby Smart in this sport. He's a master at it. Just one follow-up. Uh, are we totally going to devalue now the conference championship games? Yeah, that's another thing I'm worried about. Like. I, and I understand how much of an identity it comes to the SEC and the, not so much the Big Ten because it was newer. I understand all that. But when Georgia's playing Texas in the SEC championship game and they're ranked number one and two and they both already have buys, you know what I mean? Like, or one of them will get a buy, I suppose. But it's just, it's weird. I, I mean, I would even look back at last year. A lot of us, myself included, thought Georgia and Alabama were two of the top four teams in the country. Right. So why can't they both get buys? I just think the conference championships are definitely going to diminish in value no matter how you try to justify it. Bill, a fun one here as we wrap up with you. EA Sports announced officially the video game is coming back 25. They also announced that for NIL participants, they're going to give you 600 bucks and a <laughs> copy of the video game. Do you feel like that's a fair <laughs> payment? Well, I'm of the age range that we had to use a memory card to load the rosters in. So I don't know for your listeners out there that did that. I always tell the story when I, when you could play it online, I, I think I played Lorenzo Booker once, the old Florida state running back. Yep. And he beat me on my roommate about 60 to nothing. The screen name was like L Booker 28. And he, <laughs> us. 
So wherever he is, it's the worst beating I've ever taken in that video game. <laughs> it just seems like, you know, after all those years, the Ed O'Bannon lawsuit, that, wow, okay, EA's going to come correct. And basically 600, I mean, that's what Todd Gurley got for signing a couple of jerseys back in the day. No, it keeps changing. And in five years, guys, when I, if, hopefully if I'm talking to you again, um, it'll probably change even more. We may not recognize what we're doing now. <laughs> Bill, we appreciate it, guys. Check him out. Sporting News, college football writer, analyst, and we'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks again. Hey, that was a lot of fun. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great weekend. You got it, man. And, and uh, just as we said, breaking uh, the lawsuit, the first one, the judge uh, did, they, they said some things in that first ruling. And I, remember I asked the question, is this simply just legal grandstanding, you know, from some uh, the attorney general of Virginia and Tennessee? But Pat Forty had it earlier today that uh, the Tennessee balls, judge grants an injunction in Tennessee versus NCAA, federal court freezes the name, image, likeness rules that Tennessee feels were ridiculous. You're, you're, you're leaking stories. They're still not even sure what they've been charged with. It's the wrong time, as we just discussed with Bill Bender, for the NCAA to try to flex muscles when most fans like me are saying, with all due respect to the Georgia states of the world, time for the Super 50. Let's just get it on with the same teams that are always there anyway and have them play each other. We'll have better football every week. How's there, that sound? There are no more muscles to flex. <laughs> exactly. Hey, man, we'll talk to our man. He's ready to flex his sports muscle. Steve Coonan, Hawks CEO, is coming up next. This hour of the show is brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate, Dukes and Bell. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Radio 92.9 The Game. The horn sound. This is Catching Up with Coonan. Brought to you by Georgia Natural Gas. Cut the cold cost this winter. When you lock in a low fixed rate from G&G, it's that simple. Hey, man. Yeah, it's our boy Steve Coonan because now is when things ramp up. This is where the defense, it hasn't been played all year, will start to rock and roll. 27 games, the charge into that guaranteed locked-in playoff position. Isn't that right, Steve Coonan? I like it. 
There you have it, levity and brevity from the Hawk CEO, Steve Coonan, right here on Dukes and Bell. Chris is in for Carl today. It's I think we man. can agree on the brevity. <laughs> Tell me where the levity was in that. Yeah. Well, I mean, this, this is go time, baby. I know we got some injuries, but uh, I, I just – I'd love to see these guys make a run. I, I know that uh, there was some good basketball being played before the break. Last two games, out, notwithstanding, but can can they see, yeah. get on a run? Well, I, I'm hope you know I'm hopeful. The injuries are real. I mean, you know, saw Kongwu walking around in a boot. Mm. The injuries are real, um, but but I do have a lot of optimism that it's exactly what you said. I actually think you said it really well. Let's go, time. Let's go. Right. Let's go. You know, tonight we've got a great sellout. I don't think there's going to be um, anybody who's not um, refreshed from one, two, three Cancuning during the All Star <laughs> weekend. Yeah, I ran into uh, Sadiq Bay on my flight out to Vegas uh, last week. And how was he? Good. He's a good dude, man. It's you know He's just a great guy, right? Steve, before we continue yeah. to take it forward, let's take it back for a second and talk about All-Star Weekend. I thought Trey had a great representation overall in the three-point contest. But the thing I want to ask you about is, do you feel like since a couple of years ago when he decided not to go as an alternate, he's taken a step forward in terms of the way he's leading and possibly even networking to help make the Hawks a stronger team? I, I think you are overestimating the value of being in an All-Star locker room. If you look at the schedule of these guys, they have about 17 seconds of privacy with other players. Hmm. It is, you know, event after event after event, whether it's for Trey's shoe line, whether it's for Trey's sponsor, whether it's for NBA Cares. And I think that um, there's not business. When, when you look at the big three, that was formed during the 2008 Olympic team when these guys were together for 75 days. Right. These guys aren't together literally 75 minutes. Steve Kuhn is with us, guys. I know that uh, Trey, it was cool to see him take the uh, Steph Curry-like shot from like the fifth row in the stands up there in Indy. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that people love to see. Lo- love it. We're going to see if he might do it tonight at the game. Well, that that you know, if he can levitate to the fifth row and not be out of bounds, I think and then, like and then take the hundred bucks from the fan. Right. By the way, tonight, uh, Steve is the uh, Hawks' sixth annual HBCU night presented by Chase. So, uh, as as an adopted uh, FAMU Rattler, I do have the shirt. Uh, I hope that a lot of folks will be having a lot of fun down there at State Farm tonight. Yeah, it's going to be great. Starting off with um, the famous Rich Paul mm-hmm. doing a um, fireside chat. For with partnering with Chase tonight for some of our season ticket members and some of our guests and um, having Rich in the building makes it an event unto itself. And then we will be honoring the HBCUs where Atlanta shines so, so brightly. And we're excited because every time we've done it, it's been a blast. Any chance we sneak in an Adele performance tonight, Steve? You know, it's funny. You and I think the same way. All I got was one of these. Ha! Well, at least, we, at least we gave it the old college right. try, huh? Right. Absolutely. So, what numbers will she be performing? <laughs> huh? Yeah, I mean, I mean you yeah, got we the, tried, right? You got the juice, man. You got the pull. Now, what do you say, Steve? Not you, of course, because you are obviously going to embrace all the positivity of the All Star Weekend. But some are saying you got to find some way to make this thing a little more realistic, a little more defense. I mean, Major League Baseball is the only exhibition all-star contest that really has the same conditions because the pitchers are all throwing 100 miles an hour. 
They don't play yeah. defense. I mean, is there, do you feel there's an issue? Because a lot of like pundits, national talk guys are saying that this game's got to get fixed. Yeah, I think I think you can see that on Adam's face. I, I don't think there's any secret here, and I I'm not going to take a positive point of view of something that's not positive. If you like scoring 396 points in a game, right. might be your thing. I, I personally have been to literally dozens of all-star games at my time at Coke at Turner and here with the Hawks. They are an exhibition game. They are fun for the fans, but I think the intensity has to be ramped up. They have to be ramped up. And I don't think it's great entertainment when it's, you know, that loose an exhibition of scoring. I don't. Now Lillard hit some shots, you know, that were amazing pulling up from half court. Um, That was highly entertaining, but for the most part, watching somebody drive to the hope, not great television versus Saturday night. I thought the skills competition was great. Trey was really, really good in that also. I thought that was great. I thought the three point shootout again, Trey took him to overtime. And, but I thought the Curry and Eskew thing was amazing. Amazing. And, you know, it's hard to make slam dunk really unique, but uh, Matt McClung, I love watching him. You know, I saw Shaq last night. I don't know how any human could jump over him unless they were shot out of a cannon. (laughs) So is there improvement to be done? Absolutely. But Saturday night's pretty damn good. And if you remember, we read that obituary many times over the past years. Steve, when it comes to Quinn Snyder, um, I know you mentioned injuries to start the interview, but when you guys gather as an organization and you sort of reflect on where things are right now after he came. It was kind of around this time last year, actually. How much of his vision being executed out on the floor do you feel like gets to be put out on a nightly basis? Because I feel like sometimes the things that he says in some of the postgame interviews, they sound great, but the fix just hasn't been there when it comes to the results on the floor. Yeah, I'm not sure I can give you a precise number, um, but, but I think there is a tremendous amount of Quinn's plan scheme that has not been executed here. Remember, you know, this is not either Landry's roster or his roster. So I don't think that should be forgotten, number one. And number two, it takes time for players to learn scheme and gel. And sometimes we'll go up to three weeks without being able to have a practice because of the travel that is incumbent in the NBA. That's not just the Hawks, it's every team. So I think there's a whole lot in the lab and in the tank that hasn't been um, able to be distributed yet. And and if you look at some of Quinn's teams, you know, it was based on a lot of moving the ball and a lot of rim protection um, with bigs. I mean, he had Mm -hmm. Gobert um, in Utah, and he really, really likes the funneling in of people in the paint to, to bigs who can protect the rim. And while our bigs are good at shot blocking and good at rebounding, you don't have that physical seven foot two go bear presence. So I think there are adjustments being made on all sides, but I, it's absolutely a work in progress. Um, and I don't think any way, shape or form the tank has been um, emptied. 
It's our man Steve Kuhn and everybody's favorite CEO, Puffy K, with us here on the WaitFor.com hotline. We need some toughness. We could use some athleticism. We need you to get one of your minions to get on a plane and to find Ivan Johnson because that was one of my favorite old-school tough guys. <laughs> Not the biggest guy in the world. He's 39. I'm kind of be like our Udonis Haslam because he's played like forever down here in the heat. You, you find Steve, last time he was seen, it was the – Tandwai Alab Pilipinas, and then in 2019, the Huracanes de Tampico. Somewhere in the world, Ivan Johnson is crashing a rim, is, is maybe doing a shot with a scorpion on his hand, like Daniel Craig in a James Bond movie. He's, he personifies toughness in the paint. Let's send salsa on a junket down to the Philippines and find him. I see that's one of your better ideas of the week. Let's go find a 39-year-old guy who hasn't played in a decade. Oh, four with years a scorpion out. On his hands. <laughs> no, no, no. But the scorpion is the best attribute he'll be bringing. I just, I just, I just think brilliant. Or, or, brilliant. or, or, Anto, or, or you go Paro and Teach or Zaza. I mean, Zaza can swing some elbows at this age too. I mean, just we need that. We need that in the paint. Just a thought. Duly noted. Steve, I do want to pick your executive brain here for a second because Major League Baseball has a problem, and their uniforms are an unmitigated disaster. First, it was that the font was screwed up and that it looked like a cheap knockoff. Now we have guys with, uh, to be kind, twig and berry incidents going on in <laughs> Major League Baseball. Where the, yeah, where the pants are not exactly doing justice of covering up the manhood. What would you do as an executive? Do, are they able to get a recall of these jerseys? What is going to be the solution? I don't think y'all are looking at this the right way at all. Every day is ladies' day <laughs> at the ballpark. Right on. Two for one spritzers. Right. You know, it's funny. Um, I've been reading about it. I've been looking at it. And it's right. kind of hard in some of the, you know, flat 2D pictures to see right. exactly what they're talking about. Mm. But as the twigs and the berries are starting to emerge on the scene, right. um, you know, they're, they're trying to create a lighter product, a, a, <laughs> a less heavy, you know, the old Yankees used to play in, Pinstripe wool. flannel. Right, right. Wool. So I think we might have gone a little too far here with the sheer negligee that'll be worn by your closer. <laughs> exactly. Um, so as I think, these, those of us who live in glass houses, we had the Wilson ball that was so slippery the players couldn't even shoot it or pass it. Right. So I'm sure they'll resolve it. But, and if they need me help, probably we're not the ones to help. I could just imagine, like, Skip Carey calling this. Like, well, you really can see everything. Perhaps they'll start wearing the jackstrap outside the uniform. Yes, Steve. Oh, look at that player. He's <laughs> Jewish. Um, <laughs> probably shouldn't have done that one, huh? See, look, they talk about me, and Steve drops the circumcision joke on the radio. There you have it. There's our boy. Everybody's, everybody's, Hello, everyone. Everyone's favorite CEO. Please go find us, our man Ivan Johnson. Have a great weekend, Steve. Take care. That's our boy. Hey, man, we got plenty more to dive into on Dukes and Bell. Chris is in for Carl today. And, again, they're very sheer. We spent some time on it yesterday. I've got a good friend of mine, by the way. He, we're not on speaking terms. He works for Fanatics, and he heard much of the show, and he is not happy. He lives, works down in Florida for them. But they teamed up, for those who aren't catching uh, Chris's drift, with uh, Nike. And you can see the uh, the player's shirts tucked in under the pants. It just looks awful. And not to mention the quality looks like crap. Look at the new Braves uniforms. It looks like you could buy it at a gas station. I'm serious. We'll come back, talk about the Falcons, what the uh, insiders around the NFL are saying our plan is in the NFL draft. It might preclude us from bringing him home. 
This was Catching Up with Kunin, brought to you by Georgia Natural Gas. Cut the cold cost this winter. When you lock in a low fixed rate from G&G, it's that simple. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.